0: Welcome to another edition of clavesonline.com. I'm Mike Claiborne and with us is the great one, the awesome one. He's Earl Austin Jr. And we're going to talk a little bit about the high school scene, the college scene locally. And first of all, awesome. It's great to have you on board at clavesonline.com.
1: It's always a pleasure to talk with you, Mike.
0: Well, let's talk about your venture because while you're talking to us today, uh, you got something that I want people, our viewers, our listeners to be able to follow you on a regular basis because you are just a, a bastion of information. And you how you get it all out there is amazing. And for people who follow the local <clears> scene and, and even the national scene, tell us a little bit of how your venture works and how they can get on board. OK, uh, well,
1: the, the one my main venture, obviously, is the St. Louis American newspaper, which you can read every Thursday stlamerican.com um, um, my personal venture is uh, a social media venture called uh, the earl time update which is uh, a social media network the name came from uh, one of my nephews robin thompson who's a marketing major and marketing professional now in his early 20s and he uh kind of got an old sports writer Total girl, you need to get in. Kind of get with the times here in terms of <laughs> social media, and this is where it's at. And everything.
0: Put that flip phone down. Get your real phone. <laughs>
1: yeah, okay, I got you. So what I do is basically with my phone or iPad or whatever, I go out to different high school sporting events, and uh, you people know me going for football and basketball, but I go out to different. You know, it could be tennis, it could be softball, soccer, and uh, just kind of do highlights of the games and highlight the kids. And then I interview all the kids at the yeah. game and interview four or five different kids. And I think the, the feature of it is you, you interview expo- kids in sports that normally don't get that kind of exposure, maybe in the newspaper, but being interviewed. And I put it on my Twitter account at Earl Austin Jr. And then it, it grew, it just kept growing. Up in 2019, 2020, I had to shut it down for a little bit because of COVID, but a lot of people really, uh, really enjoyed it. And then I got to the point where I was doing play-by-play of games, some basketball, some softball, even water polo. Just it's a lot <laughs> of fun. It kind of kind was a good change of pace to go out and, and uh, see a lot of different kids in a lot of different sports as well and bring exposure to them.
0: You know, and I had a chance to catch uh, this weekend's edition. And one of the things that I was impressed with is the composure these young athletes have with regard to being interviewed. And I think if you go back to when I was growing up and certainly when you were growing up, I'm not sure if we were as eloquent as some of these young people are. Maybe it's the fact that they see so many other athletes now. They're they're a lot more composed than maybe what we would have been. I think so.
1: I and mean, I think social media has a lot to do with it because all of these young people, they are on their own platforms. They, they have their own YouTube page. They're on TikTok. They're on, uh, I don't know what the, young, the latest young, uh, <laughs> what they're doing. But they're performing, they're talking, they're making their own videos and they're presenting themselves, telling their own story. So... When I show up and put, you know, with a phone, microphone, and everything, it's nothing to them to just go ahead and talk for a few minutes. Like I said, I'm 17 or 18. I'm like, uh, uh, uh.
0: Exactly, yeah. I'm trying <laughs> to put two sentences <laughs> together. To put, you know, and, these, these and, and these guys can recite everything.
1: Yeah, I mean, even you know, freshman, sophomores, it doesn't matter. Seniors, and, and it's, it's a lot of fun. All
0: right, how many years now for you in the business?
1: 36. 36, 36. all right. 36.
0: You've been there for a while. Been
1: in my life.
0: All right, hey, let's talk a little bit about uh, the high school scene on the football front because that's new and improved and, and kids are back on the field. Unfortunately, though, we saw Sarah Roosevelt had to cancel because of COVID and, and so many kids being positive. But on the big school front, we, we've got some pretty good games and I love the fact that the good schools are playing each other. Remember there was a time when they would duck this team or duck that Mm -hmm. team. And and I got to give Darren Sunkett and and Carl Reed a lot of credit and and some of the other schools around town that are saying, yeah, we'll play them. Because, and, and and the reason why I bring that up is because the ABC conference, which I think is an embarrassment when Lutheran North was steamrolling through schools and they would rather take a forfeit than play. And they in, in all the years of that conference being around when Burroughs and some of the other schools were really, really good and they were pounding schools, nobody had an issue about it. But when Lutheran North started pouring it on, then all of a sudden, oh, we got the flu or we can't play or this or that. I'm glad to see that these coaches, the good coaches, the the credible ones are still finding a way to play each other.
1: It is. It's been great. And like you say, CBC and the – and uh, East, Excuse me, East St. Louis played a great game last week. And I think one of the main reasons, you know, back when we were in high school, you weighed a playoff system with setup. So up. You couldn't afford to lose a game or
0: Yeah, had they that. had the point system back then. And,
1: and you lose a game, you or you there were teams that go undefeated if they have the points you didn't make the playoffs. But now Well, I'll
0: give you a good example. 1975 Viani Golden Griffins. They were 11 and 0 and nowhere to go. Yeah, and and that next year they went to Jeff City and took on the state champions and wore them out. Yeah. So you're you're exactly right. So now and they change the point system, which is I, I think it's more fair at, at they, this point. But
1: well, what they do is now it's in district play, and it's just like like basketball or any other sport. At the end of the season, they're in uh, districts, and then you you're all zero and zero again. So the main thing you want to be healthy at district time. But what it does is that you can go out and. The, the top teams can go out and play each other without worrying about will I qualify for the playoffs? So you can yeah. be where you're at. And then you could schedule aggressively. Like not only is uh, East St. Louis playing CBC in the Smith, but they're playing IMG. They're playing John Bosco out of California, two nationally top five, top 10 uh, perennial powers. And uh, teams that they're doing that. And CBC, like I said, they're playing each other. And I think it just, it's just good for St. Louis football because these kids are being recruited nationwide. They're going on these seven-on-sevens. They're making big names of themselves. We even got an ESPN game a few years ago with uh, the SMET and uh, CBC. So it, it's all good. It's like that on a small school level, too, with MICDS, St. Mary's, Luther North. It's been very good. So it, it, it's just the, the exposure for – and we you know, you've been around. High school football, we've had great football talent in this – for decades and decades, generations, but it's to see it being uh, recognized on a national level every year. Is, uh,
0: well, it seems like it's more spread out too. Yes. I mean, you know, uh, after the demise of the PHL, uh, we started to see it spread out. You know, there's some good programs in St. Charles County. I mean, all over the area, uh, there's more than one good team in every conference now.
1: Yeah, like like the southwestern conference, East St. Louis has always been down at national, but fallon is really good edwardsville has been a power for a long time bet when i was in high school the suburban north conference dominant conference now it's uh the metro catholic conference cbc Desmet, the uh, chaminade you know, won a couple of state championships slew and as you said st charles county Fort Zumwalt north and francis Hall I'm, I'm gonna go see friday night they've been perennial winners
0: at the francis big- howe jew james remember that name TV. and his brother gabe Yes. Who was at Edwardsville is over there playing now.
1: I'll see them tomorrow night, and it's gonna be that's a great matchup, uh, two great uh, programs uh, in that uh, St. Charles area, constant, constant winner. So to, to see, to see, like you said, uh, all over the metro area, whether it's North County, South County, uh, the city, Jefferson County, Festus is really good. You're, you're gonna see outstanding talent. Being spread out and makes for more, and then you see the usual suspects once playoff time. You see the usual names, but uh, you see, you see talent popping up everywhere.
0: All right, give me some uh heads up on some good games we know about Eastside and and uh, um, uh, the Smet. Give me some other games that people should be paying attention to that you'll be able to present to them later.
1: Oh, well, like I say, tomorrow I'll be at Francis Howell, they'll be hosting Fort Zoom off north. On Saturday afternoon uh, at Gateway STEM, we're going to be watching Vashon High School against Vianney. Now Vashon is going to be the top, probably the top team of the public high league, and they have a chance to make a lot of noise this year in football. I normally, you hear about them in basketball, but they're going to be very good in football. I believe they got a big line, a lot of speed, and a lot of talent, and I think they they have a chance to be uh, very good this year. So I'm going to check them out on. Saturday afternoon, and then of course I'll be at East St. Louis on Saturday evening against uh, against a very good Desmet uh, uh, team. Oh, uh, if you're in the Rockwood School District, there's a big game. Eureka will be playing Marquette High School, and those are two teams, large schools that have been very good, very good programs, consistently uh, putting out winning product. And uh, those Rockwood teams, when they face each other, it's uh, it's a good atmosphere as well. And uh, if I wasn't in St. Charles, that's where I would be at that game.
0: And Sunday, you'll have your feet in a bucket of ice trying to rest from and recover from all these games you've had a chance to go see, not to mention a a, a practice or two of somebody else. Man, I love it, man. It, it's, it's great to have you involved in, in keeping everybody informed as far as our, our local athletes are concerned. So, again, where can they find you? Because it's going to kick off tomorrow, so people who can't make the games but want to be updated and want to be informed of how things shook out, Give me that site again. Give me the information so everybody can keep track of Earl Time. Earl Time Update.
1: That's on my Twitter account, at Earl Austin Jr. Just highlights and interviews after the game. And uh, folks want to sponsor the Earl Time Update. Uh, We have schools coming on board all the time. And then on Thursdays, St. Louis American or stlamerican.com. You can read about it on Thursdays online or in the paper.
0: He is the awesome one. As as Rick Wallace once said, the kids got game. Earl knows his name, folks. And I'll always remember that. The awesome one, Earl Austin Jr. It's been a pleasure to have you part of sports, uh, doing your sports thing here at clavesonline.com. And I look forward to talking to you down the road.
1: Michael, thank you very much always for the support.
0: He's the awesome one, Earl Austin. I'm Mike Claiborne. Of course, this is clavesonline.com.